starting off, here is a photo of me as a child, and then me in middle school. I show this is in 2012, just to give you guys a little background of what my eyes have always looked like. They've always just been big and brown, as you can see. Um, here is a video I included for my Instagram. I slowed it down just so you can see video footage of my eyes, and then here's a screenshot from that video. As you can see, you know, my eyes have always just been, as I said, big and brown, pretty dark. This is a photo from the first day of listening to subliminal messages. As you can see, my eyes started out as pretty opaque brown. I was planning to do a weekly update for you guys, but by the second day, I had already begun to see changes in my eye color. Here is a photo of my eye from the second day. You can see the lighter ring around the iris. And this is a video I took that night. Just so haters can't say it's Photoshop. Once again, I wanted to do another daily follow-up for you guys. I felt like my eyes had changed even more. Um, I felt like they had even more of a greenish hue to them, especially around the edges. This next day, I wanted to show you what my eyes look like in typical room lighting. As you can see, the green isn't as apparent, but you can still see that lighter ring around the edges of my eyes. Going back to showing my eye under direct lighting, you can definitely see the distinctive green hues around the edges. Welcome! To the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Springhill Josh, and the Luma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, subliminal messages. Conspiracy Therapy Podcast, nestled in your eardrums for whatever device you use. Oh, wait! Fucking shit's not working. Hopefully it's resolved by then. It's not? Find us. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. That'll get it to work. I mean, wait. What was that? I don't know. What? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear anything. What? Mm. Mm. It's good to see you. Good to know you. I suddenly feel like spending money yet. Yeah, I do too. I don't know why. That's, wh why am I holding my credit card? How did this happen? <laughs> Read all the digits off, please. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I don't know where that came from either. Uh, guys, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, put the thun pull the Thunderbird inside the road. Mm -hmm. Let's get real like we always do. 
how scary are subliminal messages? One to ten, starting with a Joshua. I'm going to say one because okay. it's usually it's a backwards track or a hidden me- message or picture or something. You can avoid it. You just because you hear something doesn't mean you have to do it, or just because you see something doesn't mean anything. April. Um. Yeah, I'd have to agree. This is a one for me. I don't think it's necessarily scary. Scary is not the word I would use to describe it. I, I'm interested in learning more. I will. I will help you learn. Thank you. Also, you're looking good today. Have you tried Mary Kay products, <laughs> Larry? Well, one. Okay, seriously, because they're like it's a balloon message, really. Then they have to like go through and like digitize it and show you where the subliminal messages are. Right, like a lot they have of to times, clean it out. It's conspiracy theorists who post YouTube videos, and they're like, "Did you notice this chicken nugget is telling me that I need to eat my dog?" Bad chicken nugget. Side note: I saw on Facebook today. Thank you. Oh shit! I need McDonald's, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> Oh, shit. I need Taco Bell, actually. I saw in one of my mom groups today, somebody posted that um, it was a a stretch. She said, I was changing my son's diaper today, and in his diaper, he he did a little shart, and it made the sign of the cross. God is with you everywhere. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) He's thinking about you. Just imagine Jesus sitting on a cloud like... Hey Moses, get get this shit. Guess what I did? I got a kid down there is making some mom's fucking head spin. <laughs> Maybe I do the cross with my shot. <laughs> this is some silly shit already. I'm excited Ooh. to get into this one. Okay, so one one one. Me now. I'll be honest with you. I've I've had many times where I've been driving home and I look over to the left and this isn't so much subliminal as just regular advertising, but I'll see like chicken nuggets and a double cheeseburger mix and match and the picture is just like a glistening six chicken nuggets and a perfectly curated informed double cheeseburger with the perfect little bit of double cheese melting on the side and I'm just like my stomach is like you need it you really do 250 is not a lot of money the worst part is though is you'll give in and you'll go to wherever you're going to get these chicken nuggets and cheeseburgers and they never actually look like the picture. No, no, but no. You don't care. No, because they give it to you right before they have their fattest because they were in the back sit on it. <laughs> it does. It looks like it went through a hydraulic press. <laughs> But the cheese isn't even on it. That's what I always have happen. It looks like Helen Keller put together my sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Grimace was in the back just jerking off on that. Here's my Big Mac sauce. (laughs) Ronald, Ronald, look away. Grimace is making chicken sandwiches back here. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, actually, I do think there's some some freaky elements to this. So I'm going to go with a middle and go with like a four. A little scarier than we let it on to be. Because I think 
you know, when it comes to especially government type stuff and maybe the Illuminati influence type stuff that they say is in pop music, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. So, as is every episode, usually our favorite news segment has been to go with the... They don't even bring it up. We'll just go right into it. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, I want to say that... There really isn't a timestamp for this because this mm-hmm. is actually theoretically goes back to way, 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 way back in the day. Because guess what, guys? Number one song, Caveman Beating on a Log. <laughs> I don't know what a cowbell is doing there, but there you go. <laughs> I could just see Fuck the off. I could just <laughs> I can just see the woman cave cave woman like I like the beat. Butt sex. <laughs> Yeah, and then that yep. happens, and that's your birth control butt. for cavemen. <laughs> so, would you be shocked if you found this out? Okay. Supposedly, this dates back to the 5th century of B.C., which I guess mm-hmm. is a little bit more evolved than cave people. I mean, maybe a we're not... M- maybe we're eating... We're wearing less, clothes, I think. We're eating more meat and less mm-hmm. rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> rocks. Um, Otherwise known as corn nuts. Exactly. Ooh. Or chickpeas. <laughs> but they're small. in my mouth. Why not? So, that's right. Ancient Greeks used the science called rhetoric as a way of influencing people, and that's the first known usage of subliminal messages in history. Hmm. The more you know. So, I want to say, I there's a website called thelawofattraction.org, and it's kind of like an online library, and they break down subliminal messages in the history of them. So, hmm. see, subliminal messages can be put into any kind of visual or audio pieces, fragments that our conscious mind doesn't register, including speech. This is done by placing slight, almost imperceptible emphasis on certain words in a sentence or by using the words with more than one meaning. Well, even the ancient Greeks knew how to do that. Can you imagine Ryan doing subliminal messaging? It would get... Geostrategic... Sperm sperms. What? I'm also the... I say these things and I'm still not prepared to hear them again on the soundboard. Is that still the gold star by which I'll judge? Sturkin' a sping sperms. It's up there. I like that one. Sturkin' a sping sperms. That's like the sequel to Zanzizi's Uh uh, this kind of persuasive speech has been used by great orators that are closer to our time, like Abraham Lincoln and Winston Churchill. They would use it to inspire people, which I guess I get that if you're using things to using like almost like, um, like code, not code words, but like, um, buzzwords, buzzwords. Yeah, exactly. You can find that in any political. Oh yeah. We had the dramatic music and they're on the like legislating from the bench. Exactly. And you're like, what? Mm, That's just a sentence. It doesn't say anything really of substance. (laughs) It feels real though. Damn it. Build a wall. All right. I love you, man. Whoever you are talking. Um, Now the first studies and experiments in subliminal messaging. So supposedly studying subliminal messages as we know them today started somewhere in the mid 1800s. And in 1897, Dr. E.W. Scripture, (laughs) Wow, that's a Mr. good name. Mr. Scripture. That's a great man name. He should be a... a <laughs> Sounds straight out of the 80s. He could be yeah. a pastor with that 18 name. 18. Opening 80s. up for Mr. <laughs> Mr. and the, the. Just... <laughs> right. 
So he published a book called The New Psychology in which for the first time are mentioned some basic principles of using subliminal messaging in the context of subtle persuasion. In the 1920s, the folks on BBC were the first, as far as we know, to use subliminal messages to influence broader masses. It's when they started broadcasting on radio for the first time at a time people thought that radio was something sinister, the voice of the devil. Well, I mean... Martha! If you listen to this... The radio's (laughs) talking to me again. It's saying, buy me some Ovaltine. (laughs) And coming in uh, uh, number one here on Satan Radio, (laughs) the devil went down to Georgia. And highway to hell. And, 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 And coming up second, highway to hell. Easy, Oh God, we have fun with this thing. So, um, that's just funny to me to think. Nineteen twenties people are like, "It's the devil." Introduce <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not weather that- broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have a low front that's coming through right now. Satan Radio, uh, half past thirty, thirty past a half. Uh, next, we're going to the chopper. We're. Uh, it's if, actually, we get, if we get a report right now from uh, uh, Satan and uh, the helicopter right now, what's traffic like, huh, Satan? It's looking pretty uh, grim out here, actually. All the uh, Model Ts are backed up, and actually, I'm not in a helicopter. I'm in a bicycle that I'm turning the, the helicopter propeller with my feet. Okay, that's <laughs> That's great. Uh, and now on to uh, news. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Wow, I uh, I trusted Josh a little too much there. He's just blank staring at me like, and then the deer in headlights. His internal monologue was, uh, fuck off. Well, I well, didn't think you were going to pass it to me. All of a sudden, you excitedly we were, look at we me. Were, like, we were doing, yeah, we were, we were, we're improvising. Yeah. 1920s, though, I would imagine the news would be like, Milkman shows up late. And. <laughs> Milkman. Oh, well, anyways, I don't play with a stupid board. Milkman shows up late. Oops. <laughs> Front page headline. <sighs> guys, 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 guys. Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Buy shirt. Like a five-star review. Anyway, uh, what was that? Mm, I don't know. I drooled a little bit. I went to another place. Quote. According to the BBC, they place certain phrases using backward masking in their jingles. A radio jingle was aired, which sounded completely innocent, but when played backwards, it reveals a different purpose. The words, this is not a noose, no, really, it's not, can clearly be heard in one of the earliest subliminal messages, which I don't understand that. You have to go out of your way to play it forwards to understand it. I mean, I don't see how backwards would work in any way, shape, or form. And that's at a time when playing things backwards, it was like... You had to like you had to hand cranky that record machine the other way, right? And which is nobody wants to do that. No, no, you don't want to scratch up your sweet vinyl. (laughs) That's how the first DJ worked. He just cranked it backwards and forwards. (laughs) 1920s DJ. (laughs) Drop the beat, fellas. Drop the beat, fellas. This is my favorite baritone saxophone part. Drop the baritone. 
This okay. baritone has uh, hints of Satanism in it. Feel the bassoon. <laughs> There's a few notes in there I do not appreciate. Martha? Yes. Martha Let's try anal. Is that heal your show? Wow. That's, um, <laughs> what's going on the board? <laughs> Sex. During the World War II, in the butt. a machine called... In the anus. Oh, I got a big word here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love this. A, during World War II, a, a. machine called a Takitoscope, Tashitoscope, was invented. Tashitoscope was briefly it. flashing pictures of enemy airplanes to the pilots, helping them to recognize enemy planes in a battle. Hmm. Now, that seems kind of smart, actually, you know, to 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 build... Because the thing is, as a ex military cop what we would do is we would do training exercises and it would help you get ready for the real thing if it did happen and regular cops do it too and so do FBI and other law enforcement agencies it's good to train your cops they need to know. <laughs> yes it probably is I mean if anything we need more of that but yeah because otherwise they'll shoot the president on accident right exactly JFK episode mm-hmm. see that mm-hmm. synergy baby in 1957, a market researcher named James Fickery claimed he could make Fickery Dickery Doc could make people buy things by using hidden messages and advertising. That same year, Vance Packard, an American journalist and author, published his book *The Hidden Persuaders*, which he used to criticize the use of covert techniques and advertising and media influences in general. And that's when the subject of subliminal messaging really took off. So I guess it would have been the 50s, mm-hmm. 50s era. James Vickery has conducted an experiment in a New Jersey movie theater. He used the... T- t- oh, oh boy. I just say that? Toshitoscope. T- 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 to flash the phrases, drink Coca-Cola and eat popcorn for one in two thousand of a second during the movie. And he found that the sales increased 58% for popcorn and 18% for Coca-Cola after that. Let's do a roundabout question here. Okay. How many of us, when you go to a movie, you have to have a beverage and you got to have a salty snack? Absolutely. Uh, we get the same thing every All time. All four of us raised our hands. Yes. Yeah. I can. I love it. What? Okay. What do you guys get? April, whenever and I go to the theater, it's always the same thing. We get usually like a big ass bucket of popcorn, ass bucket that's gone before the movie starts. Yes. Really? It's always gone before the movie oh, starts. That's opposite of uh, yeah. And <laughs> you're we, a, you're a preview muncher. Yes, yes. definitely. I we love the- munching, and we always get orange soda. The Fanta? Yep. It's okay. got to be popcorn and orange soda. Interesting. I'd be flat on my belly if mm-hmm. I drank an orange soda because of the acid from <laughs> the... Mm-hmm. But I get acid? it. I'm sure I would love it if I didn't have the problem. Larry, How about you, Larry? Aaron, Aaron and I always get uh, a, a you know, thing of popcorn, mm-hmm. which we save until the movie starts. You That's- heathens. <laughs> I like and, the way um, it's hot. Usually, it's never hot. Popcorn, popcorn is always. <laughs> oh God, this popcorn just burned my fingers. <laughs> the roof of my mouth is peeling off because of the heat that is generated from this popcorn. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a diet Dr Pepper. Ooh. Oh, yum. I go with a bucket. Mm-hmm. Usually mm-hmm. a large. Um, lately, it's been single dad time, so I've been alone. Oh. <laughs> my girlfriend lives an hour away, so it's hard to see movies together. Well, at least you can watch the horror films then. Yes, which I did see. Hereditary, big recommend. I also usually wash that down with a wild cherry Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Good choice. I- the last time we went to the theaters, though, it was 
kind of staggering like how much variety there is with the the food because back when we were kids you could get like some kinds of candy and popcorn mm-hmm. but popcorn now you can get like fucking nachos and, yeah yeah nachos Who pretzels cheese coagulants all over your fingers there's when you're a, trying to- a, a theater in holland uh amc where you can order drinks like drink drinks Ew. and they deliver to you yeah we're just inviting problems there mm-hmm. they do that too actually at celebration north over on on oh really uh, east beltline local yeah. very local <laughs> and not only that but they've also got a kitchen open and you can nice. order you could order like barbecue <laughs> chicken sandwiches you could get Ooh. i think there's pizza and burgers not, burger. uh, not when i'm wa- not when i'm watching a movie either know. i'm not there i fuck i'm gonna only- fall asleep I know, exactly. I'm gonna fall asleep. We'll see, and that's the best part about the AMC theaters is they have those sweet reclining chairs. Oh, oh. AMC. Is There's the best. a place in Chicago that like serves food there. Mm-hmm. Like it includes lobster. I'm not shitting you. Jeez. Because like, you want to while you're watching a movie, you want to hear the guy next to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Want to have some surf and turf with my uh, dipping butter on your chest? <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I didn't lick in their fingers. I usually skip dinner if I go to a movie at night because I no, know I'm going to eat. Larry, s- no, because I know what I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, nope. Stop! No, nope. I'm taking my headphones off. If you're going to do this. What are you talking about? You have that grin. Nope. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> listeners, I can't, I can't do it. Fair listeners. April hates that sound, I guess. The rest of us all whipped our headphones off. I've never gone down on a woman, but I feel like I have now. Oh, that's a good good April. Okay. Okay. Back to the episode. So Vickery, who even founded a company called Subliminal Projection Company and coined the term subliminal advertising, later claimed that the experiment was a hoax, but the use of subliminal messages was banned from many countries nevertheless. To me, this feels like pre-loot boxes. As far as a conspiracy for things that are like, it's unfair. Because if it works, if it really got that huge percentage personal of growth, respo- mm-hmm. I know, but personal responsibility. What do you mean? Don't fucking buy food if you don't want to. True. But do you think it's okay to I do that? I think people are already on the edge. Like, yeah, and then, then they're just a little push, and you're like, you know what? I was going to mm-hmm. probably get popcorn. Here. It's like those nights when I'm like, I'm not going to drink tonight, and then a beer just shows up, and Dude, I'm like... yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, find one in the it's fridge, like last... I'm like, well, looks like I'm walking up to the gas station now. <laughs> last night was the same thing. I'm like, not going to drink tonight. Go to my dad's, and I'm like, it's his birthday, you asshole. You got to drink. That was a drunk crying <laughs> on my shoulder. Yeah, it's like you go into a restaurant, and they're like, it's half off t- Tap, everything on t- tap right now. You're like, ah, fuck, fuck. Give me the beer list. Yeah. And then you look at it and you're like, I'll be here for a while. <laughs> Call an Uber. Call an Uber. All right, guys, 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 guys. guys. During the 70s and 80s, there have been many other studies. Now, they had different results. The term was already widely known to the public and even used in some bizarre contexts. Famous is the case from 85. 1985, where the families of two boys who committed suicide claimed that the words do it was found in the Judas Priest song, Better By You, Better Than Me, subliminally. Now, I know about this case because I listened to, uh, there's a Shane Dawson YouTube uh, clip where he talks about this specific case. And it's pretty tragic because you can find video of the guy that's these two kids that shot themselves. One died, the other survived and he's horribly scarred from this. Cause they like, he can hardly talk and it's super disturbing. He went to court 
Judas Priest won because they said, no, we didn't say do it in mm-hmm. the song. And even though that's great and all, the guy still killed himself afterwards, mm-hmm. which is sad. Better by you, better than me. You can say what I only can see. Thank you. It, the yeah is the exhalation of breath. Yes. Uh, is that a normal part of your singing? That's the way I've always sung. That's just my style. Is there some uh, effect uh, that that uh, uh, has for the uh, aesthetic of the song? Um, it's just uh, the words performed, you know, the emotion involved and the feeling that you give out when you're singing. So, so yeah, what that sound was was him breathing <laughs> yeah. between lyrics. And God to, forbid a singer breathes. Right. Well, usually a singer is good what, as the singer from Judas Priest, who is so great. As, and, go ahead. It's as someone who I'm a musician, um, as someone who has recorded and edited bands before, you usually cut the breaths out. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, you know, that's a style choice for him. I agree. And I also think that in the song, um, I've listened. I listened to it a few times to hear that that clip that inspired them to do that, and I don't hear it at all. No, it just sounds like <gasps> backwards. Yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah. And the thing is, like, this is a band that should have been championed for the fact that he was like kind of a gay rights activist before there were really any gay rights activists when it came to metal. Mm-hmm. And okay. in retrospect, yeah, it was the Leather Daddy group. Yeah. Of, and everybody was like, that- every, all the metal people are like, oh, he's gay. Rock on! Yeah, no, and he's awesome. Rob Halford is amazing. Yeah, he's an he's, amazing vocalist. He's a killer vocalist, and it's sad that 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 he had to go through that. And I know it's great that they still won that that case, but at the same time, it's like really, man. I mean, we've seen that you over don't want that and on over. Your conscience. You got that. You got the two live crew. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn had Manson issues. went to court. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a laundry list of. Didn't D. Snyder go to? Yep, he went to court. D. Snyder is amazing to me. He took a one-hit wonder and made a career out of it yep, somehow. Yeah. Well, the videos are awesome. Video. <laughs> well, there's a couple. Is there? I, I only remember the, there's the a, one there's, song. If you, sw- if you search Twisted Sister, there's no. like three or four right in that period. Okay. Two of them are great. So, but yeah. Um, they, yeah they, they, didn't they try to get him for like drug yeah. messaging in his songs? And he's like, I'm a sober dude. I don't even drink. Right. So subliminal messaging today. Okay. What do you think? What do you think were be the worst issues of subliminal message targeting? Pop today? music. Pop it, music. It'd be pop music like music videos. Mm. I'd say like TV commercials. Yeah, that's I, what I was I think thinking. that's that reaches a larger crowd. Because I'm sure you can certain genres of music. Because I'm sure you could find some on Netflix uh, right now. Available nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. We tell you what to like. Wouldn't it be great if we got like some kind of a kickback from all these companies? I know. Instead of yeah, I mean we're we're <laughs> me parching our throats here to give all these advertisements away for free. Oh, ooh, I think I need a sip of some ice cold uh, Labatt Blue. Of course, available now in special edition basketball cans. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> So today we know a lot more about how subliminal messages work. There are hundreds of self-improvement programs that use subliminal messaging. Now, I did see a lot of those YouTube videos, and the girl in the opening clip actually was part of that 
established group who believes that these certain YouTube channels possess the power to change your eyes color, to change your hair color, <laughs> to make you wealthy, to make your sexual stamina go up for these older folks. Who- Wait, what? <laughs> I got a link to send you. Thank after. you. Okay. Um, but yeah, th- there there's so much of this on YouTube specifically, and I think that is actually a frontier of which subliminal messaging could be coming up because it's self content. It's, mm-hmm. it's stuff people are. It's all indie. It's all on their own. So there's hun- there are hundreds of self improvement programs that use subliminal messaging to help people improve their lives. Like I said, in YouTube videos and in real life in different quadrants. I mean, every therapist out there has, has a program where she's like, I'm going to, or he's going to mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to show you how to give up the love that you have for your ex husband or wife or whatever. You're just going to stare at this wall. Tell me all about it. Listen to Enya backwards. I wonder now I can possibly rid of my ex wife. <laughs> but you see juice. You did get rid of your ex wife and her boyfriend. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> Every time I hear that. Oh, boy. All right. So some other studies have shown that the exposure to subliminal messages has led to actual improvement of IQ levels and academic performance. Interesting. Which is kind of crazy. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, if it's possible... Maybe I mean there's there's also the fact that you could meditate every day. My wife does that. She does. Yes, she, I, does. she meditates. I take uh, every other day. I do too. And, and actually, she's trying to get me into. Oh, so you, she's trying to get me into it. You do it. I do ten minutes every other day. Okay, ten I think minutes have to on do my it. bed, cross-legged. Ooh, no that's sound. not going to happen. Or these just, old knees are going to go. Well, don't do that. You don't have to do that. But you <laughs> sit just sit in a hot bathtub. They call it being present. And that's mm-hmm. that's good for you because you turn everything in the world off and you just focus on the fact that you're alive and that you're breathing. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And it's very, very, very soothing. It can be very calming too. And you can turn on you could turn on music if you want to turn on like I don't know, some Mozart or some oh, Beethoven or Slayer. Something. <laughs> That'd be Josh's meditation. Yep. <laughs> I'm hey, not uh, either gonna confirm nor deny that. Josh is in his room listening to Cannibal Corpse with his dog in his lap. I'm meditating. You know what, Josh already kinda does that though. Like a lot of times I don't know if this is just a man thing, because I was talking to Amy, our neighbor, and she says her boyfriend does the same thing. Josh has this ritual of drying off. I don't know if this is a man thing. No, no, no. Where he takes a shower and then finishes his shower, puts the towel on the bed and just sits there naked and plays on his phone. Is that a thing? Like, is that a... I've never heard of this before. Because Brian does the same thing. I like to get dry as soon as possible. Well, I think that maybe the 20 (laughs) minutes he spent making uh, uh, drain babies in the shower... Making shoop soup? He probably... He probably needs to like catch Recover. up with whatever happened on the phone yep. while he was in the shower. I'm catching my breath. Exactly. <laughs> just kidding. No, I I've done that a few times where I've gotten out of the shower and I'm just like, I, I go in and I do the helicopter in my room for a minute and then, <laughs> and then I lay oh, took an eye out and then I lay. <laughs> my dog I thinks built, it's a dog like, toy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Easy I, there. I grabbed my balls just for a second because mm-hmm. I was like, man, that would suck if you're Oh my it. god. The other day I was lying oh Aaron, this was yesterday. Aaron and I were lying in bed and I'm trying to show her a recipe on my phone. 
and I have an old cat who can't quite jump up on the bed. We have steps. Well, where I was laying, my legs were blocking the steps, so she decided she was going to jump on my ass, dug her front claws in, and pulled herself up onto my ass. Oh, no. She was trying to mount you. It, she did mount me. It <laughs> fucking hurt. She had a little kitty strap on on. She said, oh, yep, you have, you have 10 claw marks in the meat of your ass. <laughs> you better wash that out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jesus. Cat scratch fever. That'll be a future YouTube Red oh, Channel show from yep. the Beer City Media Group. Because <laughs> that's the last thing. And he's an infected ass. We're going to call it Larry and the Old Pussy. <laughs> All right, so it's however, it's important to understand that in order for subliminal messages to help us achieve our goals, we have to pursue those goals consciously as well. Or in other words, they can't make us do what we already aren't willing to do, but they can greatly help us in conquering the resistance of our unconscious mind. To learn more about the process in your subconscious and the effects of subliminal messages, you can check the other articles in this website. Actually, I'll reiterate this, the law of attraction.org about subliminal messages. And Vickery's experiment, he never released a detailed description of his study, but 50 years later, a recreation of the experiment was made during International Brand Marketing Conference, Marca, 2007 the revolts revolts the results were interesting to say the least 81% of those exposed to subliminal advertising chose a brand that they were subliminally exposed to over the other one 81 fucking percent that's folks. crazy yeah so there's real stats to this and i think there's real stats to the fact that at this point it's time to take a break and when we come back you're going to buy a shirt at shop.spreadshirt.com/conspiracytherapypodcast because I mean, because we said so. Listen, we need to have a talk about Vanderhoff. The fact is, he's the sponsor. And you signed a contract guaranteeing him certain concessions, one of them being a spot on the show. Well, that's where I see things just a little differently. Contractor, no. I will not bow to any sponsor. Sorry, you feel that way, but basically it's the nature of the beast. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, but for me, the beast doesn't include selling out. Garth, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache. Here, take two of these. Ah, new print. Little, yellow, different. Look, you can stay here in the big leagues and play by the rules... Or you can go back to the farm club in Aurora. It's your choice. Yes. And it's the choice of a new generation. All right. Wayne's World. Love that movie. 
so. I wish they would have done a third one, but I guess they, the two of them fell out pretty hard. Like, I don't think a third one would have been good. Three, The third of anything almost always sucks. Right on. I don't know. Realize I don't know if you guys ever realized how much I actually quote that movie in this show. It's quite a bit. You, you do. We just yeah. ignore it. <laughs> Fair enough. It's subliminal. That's all good. Guys, I need a taco and a McChicken. You can't get both at the same place, though. No, you can't. Which is why you're super lucky if a McDonald's and a Taco Bell are right next to each other. <laughs> Welcome to Jenison. <laughs> Guys, 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 guys. So I have some Disney subliminal messages. Yay! I'm so happy. I'm just going to say that I'm probably an expert because of the large amount of Disney movies I have to watch every single day as a stay-at-home mom. Well, do you watch the old VHS movies with like the big banana (laughs) shell crate thingies? The first dick I ever saw. Whoa. Schindler's List? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'll never forget that. <laughs> Gaunt dong. The shock <laughs> that I felt in my heart and soul. <laughs> and the hilarity. It, it was like the clashing of two of the... <laughs> You're welcome! There's right. only one Josh Shoop, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. <laughs> So, in 1995, pro-life lobby group, the American Life League, publicly... Oh boy, I'm already know what side of the line I'm on mm-hmm. this one. They publicly accused Disney films of containing subliminal sexual imagery. As these films became available for home release, these hidden sexual images could be analyzed in detail. See, the hidden secrets take a variety of forms in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Viewers are treated to a split-second peek under Jessica Rabbit's dress. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Where's that copy? I need to see that. It was, I believe, in all the versions up until DVD, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Jessica herself, by the way, if you haven't seen Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit, she's voluptuously drawn and very oh. sensuous, which activist groups have said are inappropriate qualities qualities to promote in a children's film. There's also an apparent erection visible in the scene from the little mermaid in the lion and and in the lion King. The word sex is momentarily spelled out in a cloud of pollen kicked up by the Simba in the scene. Fuck it. What's up, Josh? Can I just, I want to ask you guys, that was his knee, by the way, it was the preacher was short. He had a knee out. They had to remove it because people lost their mind. Also, the sex thing was SFX, which Mm -hmm. is a, which was like a shout out to the, uh, the company that did the extra effects. Uh, had we all seen who framed Roger rabbit here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still fapping to Jessica rabbit. Who here thought that that was a kid's movie? Like I don't look at that movie and think that it's a like a small kid. It's kids. not. It's not. So just because there's cartoons, South Park is a cartoon, but it's not for kids. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. Mm-hmm. I will say that Who Framed Roger Rabbit actually scared the shit out of me when I was a kid because of the last scene with the, the judge. Mm-hmm. The judge, yeah. I yep. was like, what the hell is happening to this man? And then it like <laughs> got worse because he was also Doc Brown and. Back to the Future, and I was just like, I'm confused. Yep. Just, yeah, I mean, if Michael J. Fox showed up and he blew himself up and his mm-hmm. eyeballs popped out, I'd be pretty scared yeah. too. I'd mm-hmm. be, I'd be shaken. Indeed. 
Meanwhile, in Aladdin, the message is supposedly hidden in the audio as Aladdin says off screen, good teenagers, take off your clothes. Most notoriously, the animators of 1977's The Rescuers. Now, this is true. Hid a photo of a topless woman in the background of the shots of this shot. All of of these hidden secrets have been accused of corrupting children and encouraging promiscuous pubescence. But conspiracy theorists, including those at the website Above Top Secret, have accused Disney's subliminal sexual imagery of really being Illuminati symbols, and therefore evidence of an Illuminati pedophilia agenda Above Top Secret (laughs) argues... That Walt Disney was a pedophile who founded his animation studio as a means to exercise mind control over minors using cartoons, child stars, and merchandise to subliminally familiarize the youth of this world to occult and sexual themes. Jitties. That scene from The Rescuers, I actually looked it up today. It's 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 this the scene it's it's when they the mice get on the 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 albatross or mm-hmm. whatever it is and they they fly down they he runs off the building and he flies down it's literally like i had to slow down to like quarter speed on my computer and go frame by frame <laughs> and it was only in two frames it's first boobs you've now, ever seen you know right? what if we didn't demonize sex so much in this country there'd be no fucking big deal mm-hmm. Right, for sure. If violence was a thing, we would all be like, if violence, I, fine. Show your kids a pair of two of, of titties. No, <laughs> we'll watch The Walking Dead, but God forbid you see a butt. Jeez. Yeah, right. I love butts. So backwards. We know they actually, lots of uh, things you love. Did a parody of Walking Dead on the episode of Sesame Street that I watched today. Really? They did. It was really funny. That's odd. Cookie Monster was Rick. <laughs> I might have to seek that one out. Yeah. Okay. So they argue the Mickey Mouse Club and constructed heartthrobs like the Jonas Brothers are direct demonstrations of Disney's deliberately corrupting influence on young people. Yeah, when I think of d- dirty people, I think of the Jonas Brothers. Right. <laughs> But whilst conspiracy theorists discuss the damaging effects Disney's sexual subliminal messages have on young people, psychologists are also concerned with the effects the ubiquitous nature of Disney, especially their princess merchandise range, has on young girls. Now, I know from being married at one point in my life Mm. that some women prefer no, no Disney princesses in their children's life. They don't want false aspirations to to be their thing they just had at um our local minor league baseball team yeah they had a princess night mm-hmm. where the girls the little girls were all dressed up in little princess dresses mm-hmm. it was cute for me as a dad who has been showing his daughter star wars consistently um Princess Leia is a huge inspiration. Now she's a mm-hmm. Disney princess, which to me means a lot because those movies mean a lot to me. I mm-hmm. love Star Wars. I'm sorry. If you're a Star Trek fan, that's cool, but Star yeah. Wars all the way. May the force be on the fourth of whatever. <laughs> you're, it's Live the long best part, the best part prospectors. Was, the best part was that you love, I can tell that you love it too. And you kind of committed to it, but you're like, I'm not that far. <laughs> it was great. Dude. It's, I don't know why people get so worked up over these star Wars. My, my older brother, Andy, God bless him was, was like saying that the new, like not this, the solo, but the one before was 
liberal propaganda trying to because like the the rebels were one thing and the whatever was trump and it's like dude it's laser sword fights in space that's it <laughs> right. don't fucking look anymore into it right just have fun munch, yes. your, pop, munch your popcorn have a good time it is fun i know josh is gonna tell me that i'm a fuckhead for believing that it's just space fights and laser swords but oh i actually i'm 100 percent with you. oh really because i know you love those movies that's awesome i i am probably the biggest star wars fan in this room objectively but no i think you are <laughs> but, <laughs> only one uh, of us has star wars tattoos. exactly I, but not the three of us but when people take these movies and they make it out to be a huge too many agenda. strong female leads it's mm-hmm. like Dude, they're laser fighting in space. As a dad with three daughters, I my heart wells up when I see a good, solid female lead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just it bothers me when when people try to make more of it than what it is. And also, I hate when people bitch about the new movies saying the turn and. You know, I'm I'm just gonna walk away. I'm okay. just gonna walk away. Okay. From this. It's good for you. I get, I get mad. Breathe in. It's a movie, guys. Breathe it's not made for you. Exactly. It's made for kids. Adults can enjoy it. They can enjoy it, but you know what? They are a lot of fun. That's what they are. They're a lot of fun. And don't politicize them. Yeah. Yes. Now, going back to the princess thing that you were mentioning earlier, I was going to input that I think over the past maybe 20 to 30 years, I think princesses have become more more of a female lead and less of like a rescue me kind of princess Mm -hmm. like sleeping beauty and cinderella those were not necessarily very strong female characters right Mm -hmm. but even in the more recent you know moana and frozen and kicking ass they're they're strong independent women they don't need no man (laughs) by the way (laughs) be a parent Mm-hmm. And teach your children what they should be. I mean, just throwing that out there. Right. Don't let fucking movies raise your kids. Indeed. I agree. I don't have kids, so I don't know why anybody's listening to my parenting advice. But <laughs> hey, Oprah gives parenting advice, too. So sure. just don't give parenting advice like Darth Vader and you'll be all right. Mm, good call. By the way, my favorite moment of all of all of the Star Wars movies ever is in Rogue One at the very end when Darth Vader just goes on a rampage. I cry. I can't even watch it without crying. I'm, really? I'm not even kidding. Wow. Because I'm, I'm, I, as hey, a kid, he don't was, choke up on it. Well, I'm just saying, as a kid. <laughs> now I feel stupid for doing that. <laughs> that was Ryan in the theater. No, I wasn't that bad. That's okay. We just watched Coco, and that was amazing. Rough. Very good, but was yeah. it very very good? I have to watch it. Yeah. Oh boy! Recently, every Disney movie's been gold. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's keep going. We have some stuff. Okay, so the Disney Princess range launched in two thousand. Uh, Quickly became the fastest growing brand the company has ever created and one of the largest girls franchises on the planet with more than 25,000 Disney princess items on sale. Young girls have been enveloped into ultra girly culture, which encourages a preoccupation with body and beauty and promotes passiveness despite the substance of the film characters. And by the way, if your son wants to dress up as a princess, who cares? Yep. Honestly. Really? I used to have Cabbage Patch dolls as a kid. My parents didn't were like, all right, well, I guess all my G.I. Pa- you know what I mean? All my G.I. Joe's kissed, and I'm not gay. 
Cobra Commander <laughs> demands a kiss. Read that my lips. <laughs> my son loves shotguns. Jojo. Mm-hmm. I mean, those. I think those are geared towards girls, girls. aren't they? Yeah. What are Shopkins? Okay, I, I have no idea what that is, but okay. Just consider yourself lucky. I heard <laughs> more than I ever needed to know about Shopkins. This is Poopy Pancake, and this is Cock Gobbler. He's a, Cock he's a, Gobbler, good he's lord. He's a limited edition. That's not like the triple X version of <laughs> Cookie Swirl C. Oh, oh do, don't, don't, don't even. Don't, Disney's princess merchandising could be constructed as an attempt <laughs> to sexualize young girls oh. by encouraging young girls to play the role of a passive wife awaiting a prince. While it is suggested that the Disney princess... Because Princess Diana was a passive wife. She was out there advocating for mine, removal of mines, and whatever. So I just thought... You guys have both had to walk away from the mic for a minute. And you guys get furious. Well, I was just thinking about this. The people that are bitching about this are are generally older 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 folks, right? Older white dudes. These are the same fucking people that were having shows back in the 70s and 80s where it was a a woman's job was to stay at home and uh, make dinner and clean the house and take care of the children. A man goes to work and makes all the money. These are the same people that are bitching about it, but it's like... Well, Maybe. what was the content you guys were putting out? Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> Indeed. I don't know. I, I grew up in the in the golden era of Disney with the princesses. And I think Josh can attest to the fact that I'm not a passive yeah. wife. Nope. In the least. No. So it is 100. Which is why Josh finds you so hot. I wonder if you do, do a great job cleaning the house and making good food. Oh, boy. Thanks. But here's the thing. She doesn't have to be that person. Right. She chooses. She chooses to be that. And if she is that, then be grateful for it. If you have somebody in your life, a wife, a girlfriend, a A boyfriend, a husband who does things for you, just be appreciative. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be per the norm of the 50s, basically. People take care of each other. You know, the thing is that when it comes to relationships, if you have somebody that you can just be yourself, farts and all, like, that's what it's all about. Do not... I mean, one of of the things that I've learned being a single dad in, like, the last (laughs) year is that you really have to appreciate people for what for what they're worth. And if it's just them putting a finger and making a fart noise on a soundboard, I still love you, Larry. Thank you. <laughs> Always and forever. Anyway, so we we talked about the merchandising now. Um while it's suggested that the Disney princesses are sexually pure, at the same time, the concept of a princess is considered to be incomplete without a prince. More than 90 years after Disney was founded, the company is still dominating the entertainment industry. They deny any deliberate attempt to control or corrupt young children. In fact, most of these sexualized scenes have been since amended in later home releases. Disney spokesmen have explained the inclusion of the images as being inside jokes drawn by the animators, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. All of these have basically been debunked as animators. Fucking off. Exactly. Fucking off on their jobs. And you mm-hmm. can't, you can't, you can't, I don't know. You shouldn't do it. You can't it. wrangle all your animators and be like, what are you doing over there? Right. Uh, and they're yeah. like drawing a picture of Mickey blowing up. 
goat. Pluto. Which is cool. It's oddly specific. I would love to see that. Well, All right. What? All right. Wait, wait. Whoa, oh, hold okay. on. <laughs> Pornhub.com. Check it out. There's enough of that. Anyway, so Disney spokesman explained the inclusion of these images as being inside jokes, like I said, of animators or innocent scenes that have been misinterpreted by the viewers. Is this an erect penis or just a knobbly knee? Does this say sex or SFX, like I said, for special effects? There's also no proof at all that suggests that Walt Disney was a pedophile or indeed that he was a member of the Illuminati, but Disney's ability to influence generations of children is unmatched, and whether part of an Illuminati conspiracy or corporate marketing, the dangers of Disney's implied messages, whether intentional or or accidental, they, they can't be ignored, because the fact of the matter is they rile a few of us up ruffling feathers and they go back and they have to re-edit these amazing movies that we all loved as douchebag animator decided to be funny there's dick in the back oh the fox the fox fox and the hound there's there's a crazy penis 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 right (laughs) i cried like a baby when i saw fox and the hound as a kid yeah no bad by the way disney movies that scarred me that's one of them. So, guys, 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 guys. It's time for the segments you know and love. Starting off with Josh, who's going to give us our pop culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic Boom! Hey guys, okay. I Hi Josh. This- Hi Larry. <laughs> I think this goes without saying. Well then this- don't say it. <laughs> this could be the pop culture three hours. But it won't be because Josh is so good at accumulating this information, editing it down to a nice sweet soup. The shoop soup. The shoop soup of So I just, I got a few of my favorite things. And actually, the, the movies are a little insight into, into Josh's brain. I like it. It's a scary oh. world. <laughs> it's dark Hold and full of horns. No boy. <laughs> uh, I got a couple movies that actually use subliminal messaging in the film to, to progress it. It's part of it. First and foremost, the movie Zoolander. I'm sure we've all seen it. Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, about the fashion model, Derek Zoolander, who's a, I, I, kind of a buffoon, but a good guy. And during the movie, at one point, he is... I, I don't want to spoil it too much, even though it's an older film. He kind of... His career is kind of going downhill, and so he meets Mugatu. <laughs> and in this exchange where they meet, he's actually... Uh, brought to this building in which he sees all these movies and uh, in the movies that he's watching there's subliminal messaging that he needs to kill I think it was the prime minister or, mm-hmm. or something to that effect and that's it so he's brainwashed go ahead uh, uh, well I don't know if I'm stepping on toes here but that reminds me and, and Ryan will remember this is uh, Naked Gun mm-hmm. when they got Reggie Jackson to kill the queen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that, so okay. That's perfect. That's a good one. And another movie from 2001, Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> uh, 
it, it's uh, the idea behind that movie is that the government is controlling trends by giving putting the subliminal message in popular music, which I mean is in a lot of ways very true. We see that now. So, okay. <laughs> Damn pussy cats. Uh, but yeah, I, another movie. I, I love it. So we're gonna go into uh, we're gonna go into the Vigi games here. Vigi games. Yeah, the Vigi games. Yeah. This is something that I stumbled across. I had never heard of this before. The mo- the game Super Mario Galaxy. If when you look at the logo, there's these stars that are within the logo, and apparently people say it's an audio stereogram. And which it's one of those things. If you look at it cross-eyed, it becomes a different image. The um, magic eye thing. Apparently, somebody looked at this and saw the message: "You are Mr. Gay." (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we. No, it's a me, Mario. I'm not a Mr. Gay. (laughs) I gotta go down the pipe. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, Luigi, where you go? Mario, I'm making cream sauce. Ew. <laughs> you are Mr. Gay. I'm out. No! He uh, just likes doing that. One yep. of my favorite game series ever is the Metal Gear Solid series, headed up by Hideo Kojima. And Bless you. <laughs> when he was making the his final two Metal Gear games, Ground Zeroes and The Phantom Pain, Ground it's Zeroes is essentially... <laughs> A, a, I don't want to say a demo, but it, it, they released it a year earlier so that way you could see what the what ground, what Phantom Pain was going to be like. Well, the mission itself you do in the game is only about an hour long, but there was a bunch of extra stuff they added to it. One of the things that you could do is a mission called Deja Vu, in which you would go back to Shadow Moses Island from the original Metal Gear Solid, and there was the idea was that you had to go through this mission and erase (laughs) you had to erase the logos of the old Metal Gear games which seems kind of (laughs) strange but when you there because the idea behind this was that uh, Kojima was saying that there was stuff going on between him and Konami (laughs) and they were trying to erase him from the history. And so actually, when you cl- when you finish the mission, you're congratulated with the message. You did it. You erased all the markings, but everyone of them will always be with you. It's kind of a message to the fans and all that. So, uh, okay, I'm going to get to music here. I... <laughs> This, these, there's a there's a thing we didn't really cover. I think a whole lot. I mean, a little bit, but uh, a thing called backmasking, and that's oh. when you when you take your vocals or you record backwards vocals and you put them in songs. Right. So I got a few of my personal favorite ones. Now, Frank Zappa had a song called "Hot Poop," feces, <laughs> and it's off the album. We're only in it for the money. Now this. The message itself, when you listen to it, it's obviously backwards message. But if you listen to it backwards, the message is, shut your fucking mouth about the length of my hair. How would you survive if you were alive, shitty Jesus. little person? <laughs> All right. Uh, that is... Okay. How do you write a song and go, we're going to call this hot poop? Maybe he didn't have any other ideas. I feel like if I was the drummer, I would have just been like, All right. 
I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Just put the sticks down and walk away. Yeah. And Pink Floyd's The Wall. Love that album. Mm-hmm. The song Empty Spaces. Now, if you if you think of the song in the beginning, it has that really cool guitar riff and that like do 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 do, and then there's there's words that are said very quietly underneath those guitar parts, and I never really realized that it was backwards vocals. I just heard whispering, and the the message itself is congratulations. You've just discovered the secret message. Please send your answer to Old Pink, care of the funny alarm, Chalfront. The hidden message apparently was interpreted as several things, but the big thing is the foreshadowing, because, of course, The Wall is a concept album about a character named Pink, and this is him slipping into psychosis. (laughs) And finally... This one is probably my favorite just because of who it is. Weird Al Yankovic on his uh, his 3D album has a song called Nature Trail to Hell. And, of course, he was going to tackle this because especially back in that time, it was you were starting to see that happen more and more. Uh, the <laughs> When you play backwards, the, this, the saying is, Satan eats cheese whiz. Okay. Yeah, I cheese whiz is guy. pretty gross. It is. So I don't need. I don't like it. It looks like snot. It does. It has the same consistency too. I feel like I've wiped enough baby noses to like. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Wipe up your cheese whiz, Asher. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm cool. With cheese whiz. If Satan's cool with it too, I mean, that gives us something in common, right? Yeah. Hail Satan. All yeah. right. That's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's been your pop culture. So it's been a little while, and uh, now this isn't really a uh, crypt. It's obviously it's not a cryptid episode. It's more kind of broader than that. But we haven't done a debate in a little while. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. it was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't let it go. It sounded hot. I, I had to let it go. <laughs> so we're gonna do a little debate. <laughs> So the idea in this is going to be me and Larry are going to face off. Mm. We love each other. We always do. We do. But here's the deal. April and Josh are going to be the judges. (laughs) That one like escaped. That one shocked him. It did. It snuck up on him like a... Like, like a, a subliminal, like a subliminal message, like a subliminal burp. You should do a backwards burp. Oh, gross. Maybe <laughs> Laird's gonna do that now. <laughs> okay. He'll make it into a song, and I'll, I'll auto tune a burp. Yep. Oh Jesus! We've done Christ. farts. We have. Was that a real fart, by the way, when we did this? Yes, it was, it was the it was, world, quote unquote, world record longest fart. You took the world record longest and auto tuned it, and then made it. it Egyptian, I believe. Yep. Yeah. It is. <laughs> By the way, that's if you're... the Kurt Cobain part two. Yep. Good. God, I love you. that episode. I do too. Yeah. That was all... surprisingly because there's farts auto tune. How could you not like right? it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to debate right now. Larry's going to go uh, for subliminal messages mm-hmm. in advertising. I'm going to go I'm against not... now. Yes, I am. Larry <laughs> took the. I, I want to say he really did take the harder perspective. Mm-hmm. Awesome. He is very awesome. So 
I don't know why I said that. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna run with that. But we get a minute each, and then we Larry, get a thirty. Really good. Tonight. Thank you. We get a thirty second rebuttal. So, and then after you guys are both done, April and I will deliberate and then decide who won. Exactly, and that's been your, that's that's exactly what your debate is. So now, should, do we go with the for or against first? Josh, you can kind of. Uh, Larry went first last time, so why don't you go first okay. this time, Ryan? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, wait, so I'm going against, right? You're against it. Yeah, I'm against You're it. Anti. Okay. Anti. Subliminal message. Anti subliminal. Are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so basically the thing of it is, is people need to have freedom of choice. There's no reason that we need corporations who are already owning all of government organizations, all of politicians. We cannot just make our own decisions anymore because there's so much in there. In fact, there's KFC released a chicken sandwich that if you look close enough into that sandwich's lettuce, there's a dollar bill because it's a dollar for the sandwich. That was a a little while ago, actually. Um, But that's just my thing. I just think that, honestly, there's no reason to use subliminal messaging in advertising because for, for real, people need to be able to have freedom of choice. And they also need to be able to not have to worry about somebody getting in their fucking mind pussy before they go to bed at night. Just so you know. Drugs. But that's the thing. That's all I got to say. All right. Okay. Are you ready, Larry? I am. All right. Three, two, one, go. Now, some little messaging is a way to use advertising in a way that is unique, uh, hyper-focused, by Coca-Cola, and able to expand to a broader range of people, and you can perhaps increase sales, which is great for the economy because we are a, we are a, not a, a capitalistic company for trucks. And 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 that's what drives us, and that's what creates jobs in this uh, world, in this in our nation, and keeps things. It keeps people employed. All the dark you need, and there is such a value for people to work because they they it makes them feel useful and dollar menu, and it, it helps them feed their families, and it gives them purpose in life. And I don't see anything wrong with uh, advertisements. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really hankering for like a couple McChickens and a small fry. It's only three That's bucks. Good. On the dollar menu it is. Yeah, you're right. All right, you ready, Ryan? Rebuttal. There we go. Guys, I'm I'm just going to be frank with you. Do you want to be able to go through your dilly, life dilly. and get what you want? Because I want a Bud Light. I mean, I, I, uh, I have to say that it's important for people to have their own decision-making process. When you go out there, you can't be told that you need Taco Bell at 2 a.m. You need to make sure that you have your own head on your shoulders. And that's just what I have to say. And Larry's rebuttal. Three, two, one, go. Buy Coca-Cola, drink Pepsi, buy a Ford truck, Dodge Ram with all the torque and power you need to make the Coors Light, the American, the banquet beer. Uh, yeah, I think that's 
That's all, all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, judges, we've oh, said our we've said our piece. Oh, Larry. I feel like the messages are out there. Mm-hmm. I'm against them. Oh, Larry. I'm not throwing anything out there. He's I'm just saying. All right. Are you, God, you did already, you guys ever notice how smart Larry is? Do you happen really to know smart. where you stand? He wears gray hats. I mean, I, how about we just do I, a three, two, one? I have there a tendency go. to trust people who wear gray hats. Um, so, I yeah, mean, we'll I think th- people with glasses are definitely more trustworthy. Definitely. So we'll go three, two, one, go. Yep. Three, two, one, Larry. Larry. Thank you. That was unexpected. <laughs> Honestly, I voted for Larry. Too. Well, guys, can we can we hurry this along? I'm kind of hungry, and I really would like some Taco Bell. I so. mean, it's fourth meal time. Mm-hmm. It, it is. is. It's Fire like sauce. Ten o'clock. It's, Ooh, indeed. Oh yeah. Oh, which is like a, as contrap- far as I'm concerned, it's it, oh the contrap of the. Oh, oh I, love I don't like to shit in the morning unless my asshole's screaming. <laughs> so we have to go. <laughs> Oh, especially that breakfast contraps. I don't trust Taco Bell breakfast. Oh, I'm not drunk. So en- I'm not drunk enough. I think that's the problem. And they have these delicious Cinnabon donut bite things that have like the Man, Cinnabon person. It's okay because then you can get the the crunch wrap. You can get yourself a nice egg taco. Josh, I need to take you to like a boutique donut shop for once in your life. There's one on East Belt Line. Oh, donuts. Donut conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I have yet to go, but dude, they got like bacon they should be on it sponsoring our They have a fruity show. pebbles donut. I've had one. You have? Not from the I've, sprinkles. Sprinkles, sprinkles is really good. Mm-hmm. Too. We're sprinkles. Yeah, it's and in Jerison. Oh, is that like a, bo- bo- a boutique? Yeah, they it's do a like mom and pop shop. But, but they like do it's like a, really good donuts. They yeah. do like fancy donuts. Yes. Okay. Well, that's actually closer than the East Beltline one. Pretty pebbles, <laughs> and then you can wash that down with your lunch with your uh, some Taco Coors Bell Light. or Coors Light <laughs> or Mountain Dew. So, guys. This week, unfortunately, there's no Yahoo answers because there's nothing really to dig into that. But, but we can do skits and shows and improv all day long. Mm-hmm. But what people really want to know is what is the verdict? In one corner, just Ronald McDonald pulling his putt, talking about McNuggets. Jesus, Big Mac sauce is lube. Probably. Ugh. You got to get that's through grooming somehow. That smell. Oh, the smell of the Mac sauce and the you know what? And it's mixing in with Grimace's butthole smell. Ronald's Did not you know he, he's so big, there's no way he can wipe properly. <laughs> his, his fucking his rag on a stick. His Tyrannosaurus Rex arms are not, not reaching that butt crack. <laughs> nope. That is. He needs a Hamburglar. Oh. So. <laughs> That's what the fry guys are for. You notice how fluffy they are? <laughs> Why guys assemble? Wipe my butt. This is the only show where you're going to get the McDonald's characters wiping Grimace's ass. Mm -hmm. Mayor McCheese just shaking his head. Shaking his head. Gotta get that Big Mac sauce for my anus. He's about ready to to toss cookies on the side of the road. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, four (laughs) podcasters that you trust. Four (laughs) podcasters that you trust. And then on the other side, there's a Grimace looking coy with With his legs crossed. There's like a pile of Big Mac sauce between his legs. (laughs) And he's got that 
smile as those fry guys are. Some, there's fry guys shaking in the corner like a scolded dog. <laughs> not again. Not again. No, peeing on the ground. Not again. Don't do it again. Beamish, please don't use me as your blue brag. No. The big chickens are all like scarred babies. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ronald McDonald is counting money with vampire yep. teeth. As yep. he wipes his dick off on the curtains. All right. <laughs> That's a filet sauce. Filet sauce. What was the verdict for this going to be? I have no idea. Whether or not thought we thought subliminal messaging works. Do we think subliminal messaging works, Josh? Yes. I think it does work because... We've, we've been joking this whole time about Taco Bell and God damn it. I want a crunch wrap right now. And mm, those are good. Like literally you talk about one thing enough with anybody. Hey, this pizza sounds really good. Like cheesy pizza. Like you get it in their heads and that and they want it. Whenever That's- I watch an old 90s like Scorsese movie and like somebody walks out with a cigarette. I want one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's something about seeing other people or hearing about something you want it. Fuck. I want Smash Brothers on the Switch. Just saying. You better get a raise. April. See, I think that what Josh was talking about is more the power of suggestion than yeah. subliminal messaging. Because if I'm sitting yeah. here talking about how delicious fucking burgers are, I'm going to want a burger. I think subliminal messaging is more... Uh, like you don't know you're being subjected Coaxed. to it. Right. right. Um, <clears throat> do I think it works? Uh, maybe it's to hard some to... extent, but I don't think it's as effective as people think it is. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because you brought statistics mm-hmm. and it showed that, you know, 81% this last the last one, eighty-one percent, fifty percent. I think it get it's going to get better the more we go on, mm-hmm. which is kind of frightening if you really think about it. That people are going to perfect subliminal messaging to the point where. By the way, I got to go buy a Ram Dodge because it has all the torque and power that I need to tow nothing. <laughs> to tow but yeah, nothing. you know what I mean. To tow I have nothing to tow, so. But at least I'll have Chewy grab on. At the least tow I'll have torque <laughs> and power. Right, but yeah, I, oh, I think I think it's just pork. gonna get, yeah, it's just gonna get better. I didn't say pulled pork; I said torque. Oh, uh, pulled pork tacos. Yum. So for me, it's it's kind of interesting because um, I've obviously been influenced by enough billboards on my way home, mm-hmm. or I've seen advertisements where I've thought, mm, yeah, I, I I do think I need some Wendy's square burgers. Or even, even slipped into an oblivion where I've gone to Burger King and ate chicken sandwiches there. Because the line was too long at McDonald's. <laughs> Pretty much. Or, or those fries from uh, Checkers. Mm. Uh, McDonald's fries are still the fat. best. They, they're good, but they're not McDonald's. True story. Fries. I went they're to better. I went to Checkers ten years ago, and I'll never go back. Yeah, I've heard that story. It's so bad. I mean, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I can get two so triple bad. cheeseburgers for fifty cents? Okay, this must be a deal. If I want to <laughs> die. I'll go to Checkers every day hey. and drink straight Canada House. You'll, but that's just me. You'll die with a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. You'll die green. with your butt plugged. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what? You get some fry guys to come along and clean the mess. There's no mess. It ain't coming out. Guys. Okay, back on track. <laughs> My thing with this is that 
It's there. It's real. It's scary. It works in my mind. But that's my verdict. So we've done that. We've done this. We've talked. We've come closer together tonight, I feel. Oh, yeah. Ryan's in my lap right now. I just want you to braid my hair. It's not much to braid, but I'll do what I can. Thank you, sir. It actually looks like you need a haircut. Looks a little long. Are you growing it out? No. No, I don't mean that in a bad way. Good Lord. (laughs) Just you usually have a little more. That's like Scott Pilgrim. You mentioned his hair. Now Ryan's going to start wearing a cap. (sighs) Mm-hmm. What's wrong with wearing a cap? Guys, what's wrong with <laughs> Guys, what's wrong with I don't know. Hey. Let's get... Looks you look, nice, you Ryan. Look, you do look handsome. good. Ryan's very handsome. Thank you. I'm drinking Killian's Irish Red. I'm feeling like an Irishman. good with stubble. Thank you. It is time for us to get quizzical. Let's get quizzical. Ladies, lady, and, and gentlemen's and assholes. Quizzical here today is about wordplay. Ooh. Since subliminal messaging is, I guess, wordplay. Oh, I love Viva La Vida. Whatever that is. It's question number one. How many different ways is O-U-H pronounced in this sentence? It was tough to cough as I plopped through the dough. April. April. Five. That is correct. Jesus. I... Also, it's plowed, not ploffed. <laughs> Thank you. That's fine. That's, no, I, <laughs> I learned something. Question number two. What letter gets the fewest words? <laughs> that one. Jesus. A moth just, just flew into my mouth. We need a new Larry. Yep. He just died. <laughs> what letter gets the fewest words in most dictionaries? That's world dictionaries, by the way. Is up the okay. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to move a paper. I hit a fire button. <laughs> Subliminal. <laughs> the what letter gets fewest words in the? Shit your shit your pants, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, All of our listeners, <laughs> shit yourself. Whee! And Let take a picture. Okay, yeah. what letter gets the fewest no. words in most dictionaries? Z, X, Q, or Y? Josh. Josh. Z. Oh my God, Josh is. Z, 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 and April. April. X. That is correct, April 2. You losers, nothing. <laughs> Question number three. I'm a loser, baby. Ooh, so why since, don't you kill me? Let's go with something a little topical. Ooh. Ooh tro- Next time you're feeling feckless, think about this. What the heck is feck? A, managing money well, B, getting things done, C, staying cheerful and trying circumstances, or D, wearing nice clothes. Josh. Josh. I'm going to say C, because I'm a loser. You are. Ryan. Yes. A. Correct. I hope you get this thing done. Uh, D. It's B, getting things done. Oh, shit. Two to nothing to nothing. Question number four. 
Josh will get this because he's such a big fan of this. Far from being a Klingon proverb, this <laughs> axiom is actually from Les Liaisons Dangerosis. What is it? April. April? Live long and prosper. Damn it. A single death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. B, the report of my death was an exaggeration. C, revenge is a dish best served cold. Josh. I'm going to say B. That's incorrect. You're going to eat your words. Ryan D. That's incorrect. It's C. Revenge is a dish best served. Question number five. And limping to the the finish line here. Yep. Lando's going to get this. I don't know things. Aside from being the very last entry in many dictionaries, what is a ziziva? Z-Y-Z-Z-Y-V-A. A, a protein found in enzymes. B, a topical weevil. C, a process used to ferment beverages. Or D, a thick-walled spore. Ryan. D. That is incorrect. Those are all really good suggestions, by the way, if you did that. April. April. A. Is incorrect. We will be here forever if... uh, I'm going to say B. That is correct. I win. I win like the Badger King. Except I forgot to... uh, put extra points on that question so it's april oh, 2 josh no. 1 <laughs> i screwed up usually i get bonus points at the end i forgot oh dear oh that's what happens when i'll Larry. allow it shoot sorry josh i ripped you off there was a judge in my ear saying you know he's like Don't shoot he'll it. get this shoot there's it. a reason why he's waiting for because yep. <laughs> i had no clue i'm like i hope these ding dongs get it wrong <laughs> they did <laughs> Wait Thanks, for the clear. Yeah. We're just a couple of ding-dongs, but we oh, love a bunch of ho-hos. Speaking of... T- oh. Swiss cake rolls. That's Ooh. my jam. Yeah. Oh, zebra cakes. Indeed. Oh, okay. Nutty bars. Mm? Oh. Or oatmeal cream pies. Oh. Depends on the day. Have you, had a, have you had a double-decker oatmeal? <gasps> yes. Oh, fuck. They're yeah. so the They just double-decker? You. Oh, it's insane. Sounds like a diabetes <laughs> issue <is>. right there. <laughs> Eat three of them. You get diabetes for free. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say the... Wolfer uh, Brimley shows up and he's like, here's your pen. <laughs> Dude, Star Crunch. <laughs> There's your leg. I don't want Star Crunch. Hey, I love you know, Star Crunch. I have a chef coming. <laughs> Fry that leg up and eat it. it oh, that was so gross. Sorry, guys. You're fine, dude. Right, Josh. Don't worry about it. Jeez. I've been so good. Like the past probably 25 episodes, I haven't burped mm-hmm. on Mike. I know. We've been, well, we were good for a while. Now we just don't yeah. give a shit. Now we grab we'll the just mic and keep fart. Do, until Marty call, uh, 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 messages us and complains about our burps again. Yep. And it's all from love. I'll calm it, it down. Okay. So here's the deal, guys. We've been doing this for a little while, but I'm curious because there's always content to happen mm-hmm. to, to, to digest. If you can't find your favorite podcast, you can always go with another beer city me- media show. So Josh, where are you doing things when you're not here? Hey guys, if you are into music and music history and fun stories in music history, you can find a podcast called the off tempo podcast. And that's a show that April and I do that. We talk about funny stories and music. Uh, I'd like, for example, we had Axl Rose getting a blowjob from the, the drummer's girlfriend from GNR. Yep. Stuff like that. You can find that on Facebook and Podbean. April? Oh, 
of course, if you like uh, Josh and myself and our dear, dear friend Larry, you can find all three of us on the Potty Slam podcast. We're a wrestling historical podcast, and we have brand new episodes out every Friday. Um, what? I was just going to say that I was actually on the most recent episode of Potty Slam. Yep, you were. It was a it was a very good episode. We love having you on. It's nice to get a, a perspective from someone who doesn't watch wrestling. Uh, but of course, if you want to check us out, we are on Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic. Larry, of course, you can find me and the aforementioned Marty on the Eva's podcast. We're a baseball historical podcast where we talk the stranger and weirder sides of baseball. You can find us at Eva's podcast. Dot net. Ooh. So you got baseball, wrestling, and music for your obscure stories, but you're here and it's clear. You want to know where to find us on things. So at Conspiracy T Show is where we drop episodes on Twitter every Monday. Conspiracy Therapy show at gmail.com is where you can email us if you've got a suggestion or maybe you have a story to tell us. Also, we uh. Or on Spotify. Nice. That's, that's for Josh. That wasn't me, though. <laughs> but it was it for you. It was. it was for you. It was a gift. It was a gift. It was a gift. Excuse me. A gift. Mom. I like a good gift. I don't know if my mom listens to this. I don't think she does. My does mom your does. mom listen? Yes. My mom she has listens listened to this. A, Hi, she I, can, I can see her, like, praying as I'm cursing. <laughs> Holding a rosary. <laughs> we didn't curse yep. a lot. We talked probably... It's probably our cleanest episode today. Yeah, One of the cleaner I ones. Know I know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> we talked about Grimace jerking off with Big Mac, Big Mac sauce, sauce and then wiping think. his ass with a fry guy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> cleanest episode Oh, yet. that's right. That was While my- Mayor McCheese was like, oh, you. <laughs> that's great, because that was my favorite part. So anyway... <laughs> Also, please like our Facebook page. We have a closed group, which you should jump into. You can rate review on the Facebook page now. Yes, you can. Are we going to do that? I think we have a couple, don't we? We do. We have some. It was only a matter of time if that dog fucked it up. I know. Story of my life. It's time. It's time for some five-star reviews. Five, 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 five-star review. So... We have been blessed with some five-star reviews. I'm trying to pull them up right now, and it is not happening. Let's vamp. So, Josh, uh, favorite fries? Oh, boy. I love Checkers fries. I love Five Guys fries. Ooh, the yeah. Cajun ones specifically. Cajun ones are great. But if I if I'm don't want to go, because Checkers is a little bit further away, I, I'll take Burger King over oh. McDonald's fries. I don't like McDonald's fries. They're always really? either cold or mushy. or If they're perfectly out of the fryer and perfectly salted. That's, I'll give you a piece of advice here. Ask for no salt. And then when you get to the window, ask for salt. In other right. words, they'll make them, they have to make them without salt. And then yep. you get the packets of salt and then you can sprinkle the salt on fresh. Perfect. You'll get fresh fries every time. How about Josh you, used to work at McDonald's, so he kind of hates you for that. <laughs> I do. Hey, it's your job. How about uh, you? They me, pay you for it. I would say, out of all the fries, my favorite would be a good Arby's curly fry. Ooh, those are good. About those. God, those yep. are good. Oof. And then occasionally you'll they'll sneak in like, oh, what? I an onion a, ring? Yeah, an onion That's ring. That's Burger like, King. You'll get an onion ring. Yeah, Burger King, you always get the lucky <laughs> onion ring. But it's like a <laughs> day-old onion an, ring. An, and that's okay. And snuck into my, my Arby's fries. How did I get a mozzarella stick yeah, in right? here? I actually have had a mozzarella stick stuck in my Arby's fries. Really? Oh, that's day. luck. No oh. kidding. How about you, Larry? Um, 
I, I, I mean, uh, McDonald's, although a close second is the Cajun fries from Five Guys. Oh, those are really good. But I'm thinking I want to go worse fry now. Ooh. I'm going to vote for Long John Silver's. Oh, awful. Do you remember this is a chain? I don't know if it was uh, all across the nation or if it was just a Michigan thing, a place called Get em and Go. Ah, my my like, stepfather worked there. You could you get this, like burgers I've, for like fifteen cents. That place was such an awful place to work that they um he it, they had not paid him for two weeks, oh and then he God. showed up to work one day. It was closed down. And he never got his money. Oh, excellent! That's how awful of a business that nice. place was. But I do remember them because you could get fifteen cent burgers. And it, yeah, like I remember my family going there and getting like for a family of five like. 20 hamburgers and like a bunch of fries and then the cookie the cookies are really good but yeah it would be like 25 bucks and they have more than enough food to feed a family five with four guys yeah. mm-hmm. and, but yeah those those french fries they were man they gave they us the limp. worst gas they were the limpiest fries like there was something about their french fries that just gave us it was, toxic it was, gas yeah hot take i hate wendy's fries they're not good. They're I, don't like them I know they're, they're well, fresh because they did like they changed them to the all natural, all like, natural. But there's cotton. something wrong no. with them though, they're, and they're not the because same. is it the five, sea salt? I don't know what it is because Five Guys is all natural, mm-hmm. and those, those are really, delicious. Those are good. I can't figure I out how you screw it. that. All right, okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 Ryan, you have to answer the question. Favorite though. fries? Sorry, that took so long. It's okay. Uh, f- my favorite fries are probably still McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but it's. Hot We're idiots. from the fryer, and it's really good. Local place, crack fries. Oh, well, Hopcat, yeah, Hopcat, yeah. Which is be- actually we w- we went to Chicago. The first freaking restaurant we saw was what Hopcat. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Funny. So, so anyways, we're bleeding over. Anyway, so okay, we got two five star reviews. It came in on our page on our Facebook page, which you can also submit this, and it will be shouted out. So. This first uh, five-star shout-out comes from Joshua James Kearney, who gave us five stars, and he says, So funny! Exclamation point. Love the show and commentary. Thank you. Keep up the great work with a... Uh, okay sign on the hand. Emoji, yeah. It's the John Cena. Emoji of a a guy laughing with tears in his eyes. Or someone's going to go through a table 3D style. Yep. Thanks, buddy. You have a great name. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Josh. Love it. Um, Rob Duvall, who's also done our Facebook. And Aoife's podcast iTunes, fan. And Aoife's fan. Man. This is a good dude, actually. He's really great. And he goes out of his way to just like promote us. And I really want to say again, thanks, Rob. Like, seriously, man, like I would buy you a drink if you were here. Interesting takes from a delightful bunch of Midwestern folk. <laughs> yep, that's us. <laughs> come for the come for the intellectual discussion stay and stay for, the for the hard, stay for the hard hitting genitalia jokes. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> that's oddly accurate. You, ha- you have our number, sir. And that has been your Oh my god. My iPad broke. <laughs> so <laughs> that's been your five star review. Your five you. cracked screen review. Yep. This show has gone off the rails. Yeah, yes. That's, that's all okay. right. Towards the end. People like that, I think. Kind yeah, of. I think so. Well, I mean, you know, we're if not, you're not like uh, you're not being yourself. We're not a fake podcast that really edits anything. Spoilers, we hardly edit. Yeah. I clip the beginning and the end and kind of just glue things together. Mm-hmm. Whatever's in I is always in. really enjoy it. The last episode you did the I'll um, do a little thing here there and there, but little... I don't I don't edit the content itself. Mm-hmm. 
I liked it. And I will like this episode too, because we were ourselves. And Indeed. if you like this show, you want us to be ourselves, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Now, we've set our plugs, we've done our things, we've done just about everything that comes. I, what else? What kind of subliminal messages do we want to throw out there before we end this episode? Because we want people to buy more shirts, right? Mm-hmm. I like big, fluffy pancakes, and I want my cock! <laughs> Wow. Yep, I say there it was. A, I say that's a good sign. Let's yeah. like make like a baby and head out. <laughs> <laughs> that I was agree. good. <laughs> I, I agree. We'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Have a great one, guys. When you close your eyes and you go to sleep, This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.